This hour of the program brought to you by First Liberty Building and Loan. Wherever you are in the nation, if you're in charge of your business's finances, they want to help you grow. They want to help your business. If you've been told no by banks, by the big banks, well, First Liberty makes their own lending decisions, and they want to help you. We're talking big deals, six figures and up. But if you want to buy a building, build a building, buy a fleet of vehicles, you name it, and it's expensive, reach out to First Liberty, firstlibertyga.com. FirstLibertyGA.com. See if they can work with you. Colorado Governor Jared Polis has decided the COVID-19 emergency is over. He will not implement a statewide mask mandate in response to the spread of the Omicron variant. He said, basically, if people haven't gotten vaccinated at this point, it's their own fault if they get sick. Everybody's had more than enough opportunity to get vaccinated. This is his quote. Hopefully, it's been at your pharmacy, your grocery store, a bus near you, or at big events. At this point, if you haven't gotten vaccinated, it's really your own darn fault. Those who get sick, it's almost entirely their own fault. I don't want to say that nobody will get the virus if they're infected, but it's very rare. Just to put it in perspective, out of the 1,400 people hospitalized in Colorado, less than 200 are vaccinated. And many of them are older or have other conditions. 84% of the people in our hospitals are unvaccinated and they probably had every chance to get vaccinated. And at this point, I think it's almost like they made a deliberate decision not to get vaccinated. I still encourage everyone who hasn't been vaccinated to get protected. And for those who are, make sure to get that booster after six months. The data shows it's important and very likely even more so with Omicron. And then he said local jurisdictions can implement their mandates according to their individual needs, but the state is going to stay out of it. That sounds like the most reasonable position. It sounds like one Joe Biden should start embracing. Even the New York Times editorial board is starting to say it's time to move on. It's time to go back to normal. And I think it is. But why suddenly this zealous desire to go back to normal. Why? Well, I know the answer. I, I'm actually confident I know the answer. You might as well, but let's discuss it when we come back. Why suddenly does the New York Times and progressive media demand a return to pre-COVID normal? For several years when I practiced law, I volunteered for the Alliance Defending Freedom to be an on-call lawyer for them. It's one of the few legal nonprofits in the country that really racks up wins both state courts and federal courts for conservatives and Christians. People have a Christian conservative worldview. Since leaving my law practice, I volunteered in the past to speak at ADF events. I've been to their training sessions where they teach lawyers and pundits how to talk plainly about complex legal issues and understand the state of play on cases around the country from local city councils all the way up to the U.S. Supreme Court. Now I'm glad to have ADF as an advertiser, but honestly, I'd be encouraging you to support them this time of year anyway. The Alliance Defending Freedom takes donations from you and uses them to help those who can't afford lawyers hire the very best lawyers to fight for freedom from the Supreme Court of the land all the way down to the local level. Right now, ADF has received a matching grant, so all new donors will have their gifts matched. All you have to do is go to adflegal.org slash Erickson today and donate. adflegal.org slash Erickson, E-R-I-C-K-S-O-N. Hello there. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 877 877- Nine seven Eric eight seven seven nine seven three seven four two five. Should you wish to be a part of this here program, the editorial board 
at the New York Times. This is their headline now. Uh, We can live better lives while being smart about COVID. Now, they've changed the, the title to a degree. It was much more about reopening and going back to normal uh, when the, it first came out, but this is it. This is what they want. Um, it, the original title in the published version was COVID isn't going anywhere. It's time we started acting like it. Nearly two years into the pandemic, it is clear that the coronavirus is not going to disappear anytime soon. Surges will happen. Variants of concern will pop up and mitigation strategies will need to evolve. Yet too many Americans are still paralyzed with doubt and fear over each new uncertainty as trust in government and other institutions to manage the virus ranges from shaky to non-existent. It is past time to ask ourselves as another COVID winter begins, if we have to keep living like this, anxious over the unknown, worried about large indoor gatherings, Tense at every bit of virus news and frustrated at every at times contemptuous of fellow Americans who have a dramatically different sense of acceptable risk. Because progress has been made this year. Vaccines that protect against serious illness and death are taking ever greater hold in the United States and are beginning to make their way to the world's most vulnerable regions. Drugs that work against the virus are coming through the pipeline. And despite a recent uptick in cases, schools and businesses remain open. Americans should pause a moment and let that progress sink in. The virus will continue to surprise us. And even when scientists manage to predict its worst turns, officials will not necessarily be able to prevent those turns from coming. But what if leaders at all levels made choices so that we don't have to exhaust ourselves with stress over every curveball? to help us all live more normally with this virus rather than let it control us. This is the New York Times. This is the editorial board of the New York Times. The governor of Colorado is saying it's time to go back to normal. No mask mandate statewide. Let local municipalities decide what they want. But everyone who can get vaccinated has gotten vaccinated if they want to be vaccinated. And the people who haven't wanted to get vaccinated, it's a choice. They'll have to deal with the consequences. And if you've been vaccinated, the ca- the chance of getting a breakthrough case is actually very small. And those who get them tend to be much older people with pre-existing conditions. So go live your life. The New York Times' editorial page is now saying, go live your life. The virus is not going to go away. Start living your life again. Stop being panicked. One of the interesting lines in this from the New York Times is this. It's past time to ask ourselves if we have to keep living like this. Tense at every bit of virus news and frustrated and at times contemptuous of fellow Americans who have a dramatically different sense of acceptable risk. You've never had to live your life like that, but a lot of people chose to, including the New York Times. The virus isn't going away. So it's time to live with an acceptable risk, just like the flu. We have never disrupted our lives in the last quarter to half century with the flu like we do with COVID. And COVID now is not going away. We have new data today, by the way, from a massive research study. Scott Gottlieb, the former FDA commissioner, has pointed out 
it shows that if you've been vaccinated, if you've been boosted, if you've had prior COVID infection, you still have a very slim risk of getting the Omicron variant. Very slim risk. Your antibodies and your T-cells dramatically help you avoid the Omicron variant. It's still not a massive, massive series of breakthroughs. In Great Britain, there are 3,800 cases of the Omicron variant thus far detected, meaning there are lots more, but only 10 people in the hospital who were previously infected or vaccinated who now have the Omicron variant. That's a really big deal that is going underreported. You are far less likely to wind up hospitalized. You may get sick, but the odds are it's going to be mild. In fact, the Omicron variant has everything we seem to would want in this virus. It is mild in its symptoms and gives you immunity to it. And yet, for some people, they can't help but freak out. There was a story over the weekend of a doctor in San Francisco who went with a bunch of colleagues to a wedding for a colleague and student in Wisconsin. And they got the Omicron variant. They took it back to San Francisco. And they were all vaccinated. They were all boosted. And this doctor's conclusion is that, well, we shouldn't be doing events like this. We shouldn't be going to weddings. We thought we were responsible. We were reasonable. We were all vaccinated. And yet, there was a breakthrough in the virus. We shouldn't be gathering. No, no, no. In fact, you should be gathering. This doctor's conclusion is the exact opposite of common sense. Get out and live your life. Every single person who got the virus at this event in Wisconsin, at this wedding in Wisconsin, it was very mild. None of them hospitalized. This is what we want. No, I'm not saying we want the virus to spread, but I am saying uh, we should at least be going about and living our lives. And if you get the virus now, it's not going to be a world ender. It's not going to be hospitals filling up. It's not going to be mass casualties. And yet some people can't let themselves go back to normal. Some people think normal was bad. The president of the United States, one of the reasons he's deeply unpopular is the perpetuation of the virus. But not really. It's the perpetuation of us not going back to normal. If this president is really interested in the Democrats winning elections, he should encourage us all to go back to normal. Because it's the lack of normalcy that Americans are starting to resent. You know, in Britain, they're doing draconian measures again against the virus. They've all been vaccinated. Now, in fairness, they used, I think it was the AstraZeneca vaccine, which doesn't appear to be as effective as the Moderna vaccine that a lot of Americans took. But it's starting to take a toll around the country. There have been massive protests now about lockdowns. I am actually shocked when I take trips to places that are run by Democrats. Because when I take trips to places run by Democrats, overwhelmingly their restrictions are in place for masks and social distancing and limited capacity at restaurants and the like. In Georgia now, we've been unlocked since last May. We haven't really had mask mandates anywhere. People have been vaccinated to the extent. I mean, you're, you're over around Georgia now. It's less and less people wearing masks. The only place I really see people wearing masks anymore is the airport. And there's no reason, given airline ventilation systems on airplanes and stuff, there's really no reason to wear masks 
We should get rid of the mask mandate everywhere now. Biden can't let himself go. You've got some Democrats out there now. In fact, Eric Swalwell, the Chinese spy sleeping congressman, is saying we need vaccine mandates for airplanes. No, we do not. There's no reason. Let people live their lives. The longer the Democrats refuse to allow people to live their lives, the worse it's going to be for them. The bigger the backlash is going to be. Jared Paulus is the governor of Kentucky, of not Kentucky, of, of Colorado. Jared Paulus is a Democrat. He was in Congress for a while, and here he is. This is him. His quote: "The emergency is over. You know, public health officials don't get to tell people what to wear. That's not their job. Public health officials would say to always wear a mask because it decreases flu and decreases other airborne illnesses. But that's not something you require. You don't tell people what to wear." You don't tell people to wear a jacket when they go out in winter and force them to wear it. If they get frostbite, it's their own darn fault. If you haven't been vaccinated, that's your choice. I respect that, but it's your fault when you're in the hospital with COVID. I still encourage everyone who hasn't been vaccinated to get get it and get protected. For those who are, make sure to get the booster after six months. The data shows it's important and very likely even more so with the Omicron variant. But at this point, it's your choice. Why can't we get that from the President of the United States? Why can't we? It's common sense. Living in fear right now defies common sense. Live responsibly, but not in fear. And the Democrats are missing this. If you're an employer, it's time to take down your wear your mask signs at the office. It's time to just get on with life. If you're an employer, it's time to open your office back. It's time to let people come back in and be normal. And yes, COVID may sweep through your building. It's true. The flu can too. But why are you treating COVID differently from the flu at this point? Because at this point, if your employees are all vaccinated and many of you have a vaccine mandate for your employees... They get COVID, it is more likely they're not going to be mild. In the same way if they get flu, they're not going to wind up in the hospital more likely than not. It's time to reopen and go back to normal. It is time for everybody to go back to normal. It's not going away. You're not going to get rid of it. So it's time to get rid of the masks and the protocols and the one person in the elevator and one person in the bathroom rules. It's ridiculous at this point. It's anti-science at this point is what it is. And here's the thing. As long as employers and the federal government continue to do these things that are contrary to the science, you're going to have more and more people doubt the science overall. You're going to have more and more people question the science because they think you must be following the science when you're not. The science at this point is it is endemic. It's not a pandemic. It's not going away like the flu. The Omicron variant appears to still not penetrate a lot of vaccinated or boosted people. And also, its symptoms tend to be more mild. So if you didn't have a flu protocol that required people to socially distance, limit their time in bathrooms and elevators, and wear masks in buildings, it's time to treat COVID like you did the flu, which is to tell people to get the shot and go about their lives. But it's getting so ridiculous now. You've got schools still shutting hours. In Virginia and parts of Maryland, they're cutting school hours. In Virginia's Hampton Roads, 
an area that had been Democrat and flipped dramatically to the Republicans this year. Suffolk Public Schools are shortening instruction hours every other Wednesday to help take the pressure off beleaguered educators. In Maryland, at least six school districts have remade their calendar for the school year to add in more early release days. Rick Briggs, chief academic officer in Maryland's Wicomio County School District, which includes the eastern shore of Salisbury, says his system converted seven full days to half days because of, quote, the stress and the anxiety and the wearing down of staff like none of us have ever seen before. We want our teachers to be fresh, to be energized, to be in a better spot. I thought this was about teaching the kids. And you're going to give kids more days off because of what? Why? Why are teachers more stressed out this year? Is it more stressful to be on Zoom or not? And now hospitals are walking back COVID vaccine mandates. Why? Because of labor shortages related to firing everyone over the vaccine. None of these policies make any rational sense. They're driven by fear. It's time to stop being scared of the virus. And if Biden and the Democrats were smart, they would get out in front of this and tell people, stop being scared. Go live your life. They, they would be telling people to go live their lives, but they're not. Why are they not doing that? It is political malpractice. Now, they will say very high-mindedly, well, we're doing it because it may not be politically smart, but it's the right thing to do. No, it's not even the right thing to do anymore. We have enough data. We have enough data. The data says go back to your life. But Democrats, they're scared of the virus. And part of me, part of me does wonder if part of the reason for being scared is because of the eschatology. If you or I die, we know we're going to a better place. A growing number of progressive seculars believe they die, that's the end. And so they become more and more risk averse. They become less and less tolerant of acceptable risk because they're really scared that it would be the end. Now, that doesn't mean that you and I should be in a suicide pact and let's go on and get it over with. We know we're going to a better place. That's not how we're supposed to live. But it should certainly mean that we have a higher risk acceptance than people who can't leave their house because of a microbe. The Democrats forget that they can leave their house even with a microbe floating. They did it every year during flu season. Now it just happens to be COVID season too. But it's time to return to normal. Now, I want you to return your thinking to Patriot Mobile. They are a cell phone company, but they're a conservative one. They're Christians. They're conservatives. They want you as a customer, and they will give a portion of the profits of the company to the conservative movement, to pro-life movements, to the Second Amendment cause, to veterans and first responders. That's one of the cool things that they do. They are explicitly Christian and conservative. And so they support those causes and they want you as a conservative, as a Christian, to do business with them. They have the same coverage that other companies use. They use the same cell, cell towers. So you can get 5G, you can get data, you can get voice, you can get it reasonably. You can get discounts for being a veteran, a first responder, an NRA member, a teacher, having a large household with multiple lines. Oh, we are headed there soon. Go to Patriot Mobile. You get free activation with my name. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Eric. That's patriotmobile.com slash E-R-I-C-K. Or you can call them. 972-PATRIOT. They have 100% U.S.-based customer service. 972-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com slash Eric.
It's the holidays. You deserve a gift, a gift that keeps on giving you joy and comfort every day, all year long, a gift that looks as good as it feels and a gift that will actually pay for itself in terms of how much more productive you'll be at work. Let me tell you guys, just forget a script on X chair. I had one of those really expensive multi-thousand dollar desk chairs and I loved it. And I wasn't sure about the X chair, but my gosh, now I've got the X chair and I can't go back. I had to give the other chair to my wife. The X chair has a built-in massager. It's super ergonomic. I ergonomic, ergonomic. I love mine. It's got the massage chair. It can get cool. It can get warm. It can warm my back while I'm sitting in my chair. Your office chair can't do that. It's the perfect time to buy the X chair. And here's their holiday gift to you. Save $100 off your X chair just by purchasing it at xchaireric.com now. That's the letter X chair, E-R-I-C-K.com. X chair has a 30-day guarantee of complete comfort. You can finance your purchase for as little as $30 a month. Go to xchaireric.com and save xchaireric.com. Yes, you can be a part of the program if you want. Yo, I, 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 I. I told you that Chris Wallace or or, uh, Chris Cuomo rather couldn't survive CNN. A lot of it had to do with, um, with Zucker, Jeff Zucker, the CEO or the the head of, of CNN and his time at NBC. He knew about some of Matt Lauer's predilections. In fact, there was a video that came out of a roast of, um, Matt Lauer that Jeff Zucker did, wherein he made jokes about Matt Lauer's sexual proclivities. So there was no way that Chris Cuomo could stay at CNN. There just wasn't. He couldn't survive this, particularly when the sexual harassment uh, claims came out from his time at ABC. It just, just it would have undone Zucker, particularly at a time that Warner is selling CNN to the Discovery Network. Well, part of them selling to the Discovery Network is the uh, head of the Discovery Network has said he wants to do real news. Now, I don't know what real news is in in CNN parlance, but it should be here are the facts. You make up your own mind as opposed to having Don Lemon scream at you every night that you're a racist if you're not down with Black Lives Matter. We'll see. But I did not see Chris Wallace jumping to CNN coming. Now, he hadn't been a good fit at Fox News for some time. Uh, He hasn't been happy, apparently, for some time at Fox. And the Tucker Carlson documentary on January 6th ruffled his feathers, as it did Steve Hayes and Jonah Goldberg. So Chris Wallace is going to jump to CNN, but not to CNN per se, to the CNN streaming service. I just don't know about all these streaming services. Um, I, I don't know... I mean, we're going to go bankrupt five bucks at a time on all these streaming services, and I don't know that it's worth it. I mean, what are they going to deliver? Why watch the streaming service, which in my mind still the streaming service is the second-rate products. I mean, look at Fox. That's where they put on the 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 non-main talent and the non and the main talent. If they have a streaming show, it's, it's kind of cut rate. So why do you want all these streaming services? Why would anyone want a streaming service from CNN, I guess? I mean, what does it offer that CNN doesn't offer? I don't know. But Chris Wallace is going, so I guess that'll be, and Casey Hunt from NBC is going, so I guess they're trying to build some sort of offering for people, but I I, I don't know. I, I don't know why you would want it. Well, I guess we'll find out when they launch next month. And you thought these last two years were crazy. Welcome to 2022. It's coming up and nothing makes sense still, especially in business. If you're a small business owner, good luck getting financing from a big bank right now. 
I can offer you a fantastic solution if you're looking for $750,000 or more in financing for your business. First Liberty Building and Loan. Let's say you want to buy a new building or you want to refi existing debt or you want to buy a company. Basically, you see opportunity for your business to grow, but you've hit a wall with the mega banks getting financing. That's where First Liberty Building and Loan and my friends, the Frost family, come in. They solve small business financing problems better than anyone I've ever seen. They say yes, where big banks say no. It's that simple. Look, just do this. Spend 10 minutes with them. Call them, First Liberty Building and Loan. Say Eric sent you. In 10 minutes, you'll know if you're a good fit for their program. Go to firstlibertyga.com. That's firstlibertyga.com. They help small businesses nationwide in all 50 states. Firstlibertyga.com. 